Shall we begin? everybody welcome to a brand new episode of the frankly francisco podcast i am your host of course today we have a special guest he is an independent agent for one of the largest companies out there in insurance uh everybody knows the duck but nobody knows what the company does i'd like to introduce everybody to mr jeffrey Sachs. how are we doing today jeff doing good how are you francisco i'm good so what is aflac this is this is we see the commercials all the time on TV. I see that duck walking around. Every time somebody's saying something, it interrupts everybody. What exactly does this duck stand for? So that's a great question to get started. So the duck is really just a marketing piece. Uh, Aflac has actually been around since 1955, way before the duck, um, and actually just came into New York in the uh, uh, late 90s. The duck came out in 2001, and that's when everybody started to see the commercials and stuff. But we've been insuring people since 1955, since 1965 uh, uh, years. Wow. Uh, so what is AFLAC? AFLAC is not insurance the way most people think about it. You know, when we think about insurance, we think about uh, the insurance that covers called major medical. Major medical is the basic stuff that pays for, uh, let's say, doctors, uh, might pay something for uh, hospital bills, maybe something toward medication, but it only covers about roughly a third of what somebody has to pay if they get really sick or, or, or seriously injured. So the problem is that regular insurance costs a lot of money. I know a lot of people pay anywhere from one to two, up to $3,000 for a family per month for medical insurance. And it only covers about a third of what you actually have to spend if, if something bad happens. So AFLAC is what's known as supplemental and it's voluntary insurance. What that means is that it does not in any way coordinate with uh, like your regular insurance. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with that. Let's say you got an insurance plan, you have an accident, you get hurt, they're going to pay you some money. AFLAC is going to pay you cash separate and apart from that no matter, even if you have no insurance, either way you get paid and you get paid within a matter of days. You know, one of the things that I really think is cool about the way that it works is, you know, if you get seriously hurt or if you get really sick or you get a diagnosis of cancer or, you know, something, something really bad, how long do you want to wait for the money to help you continue paying bills? Probably not that long, right? Yeah. So Aflac is actually going to pay you within, literally within four days. Wow. In some cases, as fast as 24 hours, and they pay you cash. So it's kind of a safety net. It's a safety net that can be provided by insurers. And the, the cool thing about it, if there's any businesses out there listening, hear this. It doesn't cost the business anything. You can step up and do the right thing for your people without spending a nickel. Matter of fact, you can even save a little bit of money on your payroll taxes. Um, I mean, how's that sound? I, I mean, that's amazing. So is this, so is this something separate that you add on uh, from your job? You have to be working in order to get this kind of insurance, correct? Actually, you don't. It's, uh, you can get it individually. Mm. The, the thing is that if you work somewhere where there's at least three or more people, 
you get a really steep discount, about half of what it would cost you if you called me up and said, hey, Jeff, I think I'd like to take out that uh, you know, accident policy. So there's a big savings by doing a group, but a group is only three people. So most small businesses can offer this out. I'll tell you, it's something interesting that's happening now. Uh, a lot of businesses today say that their biggest challenge, the biggest challenge they have is finding good people and keeping them. You know, you, you've heard uh, about people jumping ship, right? It's called the great resignation. Um, and so what's happening is a lot of people are moving to other companies for a few bucks. A lot of people are leaving their jobs. A lot of people haven't gone back to work yet because they were getting money from the government. So a lot of businesses could actually thrive, but they don't have the help and they're looking for ways to get good people. So what's happening is that they're saying, okay, I got to pay people more. It's about time, right? I got to pay people more. But I also, especially millennials and Gen Z, right? The younger workers, especially, they're also looking for benefit packages that are going to be beefed up something that's going to really give them like, uh, uh, you know, something to fall back on. Uh, so what's happening now is a lot of employers are saying, okay, let me add this to the, to, to what I currently offer in my benefits, because it doesn't cost me anything and they can pick and choose what they want. And it's really inexpensive. And when I say inexpensive, I mean, you know, you can get a lot of coverage for less than one hour's wage per week. I mean, wow. there's coverage that's six to $10 a week. So it's not like the other insurance. And, and, and what's nice about it is it's, it's another way to help take care of your family or if you're single to, you know, it's funny. Sometimes people get a lot of money from the insurance company because of something that happened, but we're gonna pay them anyway. Even if they paid all your bills, we're still going to send you, in some cases, thousands of dollars. I've heard stories about people who got really sick, somebody, you know, cancer, something that could be devastating. Thankfully, there was a cure. They got better. They, they you know, the, the hospitalization and everything was taken care of, at least in large part. And now they have all this extra money. And guess what they do? They go on vacation to celebrate <laughs> the fact that they're well, right? I don't recommend going to gamble with it, but if that's what you want to do, it's your money. But now here's the big question, like with every insurance company that's out there, you know, and I know is, is premiums. Now, is there a premium? Do you have to pay for this? Because insurance yeah. companies will come up with a premium. You have to pay this amount of money. In well, order you got to pay something. It's not right. free, right? Yeah, yeah. So the premium I'm talking about is um, somewhere in the neighborhood of, for most workers, right? A, less than one hour's wage per week. So a premium for an accident policy is somewhere between six to 10 bucks for an individual. Um, so yeah, there's premiums, you gotta pay for it. But you know what else is happening, which has just happened more and more recently. A lot of companies that I'm going to, the employers are going, I can't find good people. I need to get them, I need to keep them and I wanna reward them. So what if I actually buy them the policy, right? I'll buy the policy for them. It costs me, let's say it costs me uh, $8 a week, right? 32 bucks a month. If I were to tell a worker, I'm going to give him a $32 a month raise, you know what they're going to say, right? I mean, 
not jumping up and down. Right. <laughs> but if I were to tell one of my employees that I am taking out an accident policy that will pay you thousands of dollars if you get seriously hurt and help you take care of the family, how different is that than I'm giving you a $30 raise? So how does this work, though? So do, does it come out of the payroll? Does it come out yeah. of separately? You have to go to HR to do this. How, how does that actually yeah. work? So in most cases, we work with the HR or the payroll department. Um, and a lot of my companies are really small. They don't have HR departments. They just, you know, the boss's wife does the payroll, you know, it's that, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but even for larger companies, um, and we have a lot of them, we, you know, the largest employer in New York State is Northwell Health. They have over 65,000 employees and, and they offer them AFLAC. And I offer my, my companies the same programs that they get, okay? Which is kind of cool, like the, just like the big boys, right? And girls. Um, anyway, so what happens is it, it's a set premium. It gets deducted from payroll. Two things happen when you do that. The first thing is if you're the guy with the insurance, it gets deducted from payroll, which means it's pre-tax, which means you actually pay less than the premium is. So does this, does the, it has to be a group or you can do it individually at your job too? You can do it individually. It just costs more. So it's, 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 it's harder for people to swallow, right? The extra cost. But if you do it as a group, a group is three people. And that can include the, uh, the boss, uh, the boss's wife who's on the payroll um, and, you know, the one worker that they have. So it's really not that hard. Um, it costs about twice as much if you do it individually. But I, I enroll people individually as well. Now, when you say you, is this mom and pops mainly, or do you do multi-mega corporations, or do you see the majority of people getting Affleck to be smaller mom and pop businesses with less than 100 employees, or is it the mega million corporations, billions that were billions? Yeah, so the, the easy answer is over half a million companies in the U.S. Use, uh, are partnered with Affleck which means that companies like uh, Walmart and Northwell Health and, you know, um, Citibank or Citigroup, uh, biggest companies in, in, in the world partner with us. And so does Joe's Barbershop. So does the restaurant down the block. It, because everybody can take advantage of a safety net that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. Now, it's not, you know, it doesn't pay everything, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to mislead you or mislead anybody, but it sure does make a difference. I'll give you an example. If you take out, we were founded on a cancer policy, which has uh, been around, you know, since the beginning. Um, and then the cancer policy, if, if, if you go to get a checkup, just a regular checkup, you know, just a health checkup, a colonoscopy for a guy, pap smear for a woman, those kinds of things. If you go to do that, we will pay you a wellness uh, benefit of anywhere from 50 to 100 bucks just for going to get it checked out, right? Let's say you go and unfortunately you get a, a diagnosis and the diagnosis is that you have some kind of cancer that you need to get treated. The first thing we're gonna do is in, immediately upon that diagnosis, we're gonna send you a check for $6,000. That's wow. gonna help you with a little bit of peace of mind, right? Yeah. Then what happens is, of course, if you've got it, you need to get treatment. 
So every time you go for treatment, we're going to send you a check. If you go for um, chemotherapy, I think it's about 900 bucks per treatment that we will pay you. Um, if it's injected, it's about 500 bucks per, per time. Let's say you find out that the kind of cancer you have is one that really you need to go to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. They've got the, the highest uh, results, the best results, right? We'll actually pay for money toward your transportation to go get it fixed. We'll pay for lodging or money toward lodging, toward transportation. You might want to bring your family. So it's really kind of like it's not, not normal insurance. It's, it's, you know, the duck takes you under its wing, right? <laughs> so um, it, it's really very cool. And it, I don't know if you can tell how excited I get when I talk about this stuff, but, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a kid, right? See the gray hair. I've, I've done a lot of stuff in my life. And all of it has focused on a lot of the same idea, education. I love teaching people stuff, whether it's trading and investing or how to protect yourself financially or whatever it might be. But I also, if you, you, have to, you have to believe in what you do, right? Can I share a quick story? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I've been with the same school doing something different for 13 years. And unfortunately, you know, as a result of the pandemic, I, I, I decided I'm gonna change careers. I ended up with Aflac and, you know, it, it's insurance sales, man. It means I gotta do cold calling. And I, I, I can't tell you how much I hate it. All right? <laughs> I became a manager years ago, so I wouldn't have to cold call. Anyway, I decided that one of the things I can do so I don't have to do that so much is, is networking, right? Mm -hmm. Join a meetup group here, do some stuff there, volunteer for stuff. So I volunteer for this group on Long Island that uh, is a consortium of like all kinds of businesses. And I'm volunteering. It's the first day I'm there. And my job is to register, check people in when they come in, right? And I'm doing it so my name will get out there. I'm standing behind the table and they say, oh, Jeff, uh, you know, th th this is Denise. I want to introduce you guys. You're going to be working behind the table together. And I, I said to Denise, you know, what do you do? She said, what, what do you do? And I said, Aflac. And she said, oh my God, I can't believe it. I got to tell you, it was about three years ago. My husband comes home from work one day and he says, he told me he bought these, these policies, right? And what, he bought this cancer policy from Aflac. And I said, what, are you nuts? What, what, we don't need that. Why did you do it? He said, look, it was really not expensive um, and, and we, we, we need to have it. It was like three months later, he got diagnosed with cancer. He went for something totally different. He got diagnosed with cancer. It turned out it was the, the, there are certain cancers that are more treatable. Mm -hmm. It was the kind that was very treatable. So he got well really fast. It didn't cost them an arm and a leg. They still got their six grand and all this other stuff which they were able to do stuff that they had really, I mean, knowing that you can do things in spite of it makes such a big difference. That was my first day going out telling people I work for Aflac. I can't tell you how many stories I've heard from people of, oh yeah, it saved my life. It saved my family. It, it helped me sleep at night. I, you know, I, how could you not get excited about that? But what has so what has been your biggest pain point since you've been working at Af since you've been working at Aflac? What has been the biggest pain point for you in this business? Because there's always going to be pain points, no matter how good it is, no matter how good you are at selling. 
what have you found to be the biggest issue for you? Now, when you say pain point, are you referring to mine or my customers? I'm saying to your customers and to yours, to both. So let's do this. Let's let's do the customers first, mm. okay? I don't care what you've got going on. When you're told you've got some kind of a serious illness or disease, or when you have an accident that, that where you're laid up, it's painful. That's a pain point. Mm-hmm. It really is not. I mean, nobody wants... In, the thing about insurance is nobody wants to get it, and sure as heck, nobody wants to use it, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to have to use it. So the biggest pain point is it's there if you need it, and you're hoping you don't need it. So you end up feeling like you're spending money on stuff you're never going to use. I say that's a win-win, if you ask me. Um, so that's pain point for customers, right? right? Watching them go through the turmoil that comes from being seriously ill or injured. My pain point? My pain point is exactly what I said earlier. I hate cold calling with a passion, okay? It's, it's head trash. You know, it's in my own mind. I know that. I used, to, I used to coach cold calling. I used to teach it, okay, when I was a manager. Um, but I, I hate it so much. All I really want to do is ask you to give me 15 minutes so that I can tell this story and then you decide whether it's something that's of interest to you or not. So the hardest part is getting 15 minutes in front of a, a, a business owner. Well, I, I think Affleck is amazing. Like, I just don't understand why I've, I've been on this earth 42 years. Okay. I've never heard one company that I've ever worked for introduce Affleck to me. I've, I've seen in commercial plenty of years, plenty of times, even with Gilbert Goffrey was doing the voice of the duck before his little thing. But why is it that I haven't heard companies bring this to us. Like That's what I'm confused about. Like I've worked jobs, but not one job that I've worked for has ever recommended Aflac for us. So two things that come to mind. The first thing is my mother would say, you're 42. My mother would say you wear it well. Okay. (laughs) You look good. Appreciate Uh, it. Yeah. Uh, As as far as that goes, people are close-minded. I mean, nobody, if I called you up and I just said, Hey, you want to buy more insurance? Who wants to do that? Nobody wants to do that. If I call a business owner and I say I'm from Aflac, the first thing they're thinking is this is going to cost me money. Uh, This is going to make work for me. I'm going to have to do something with payroll, right? It's actually a fairly easy, seamless, cost-free process. I just need to be able to tell that to people. And then I can't imagine why anybody wouldn't do it. Yeah, sometimes people just have a closed mind. I, we, we do a lot of education in what I do. We go in and we meet with all the employees and we, we share the, you know, how things work, right? Sometimes we can go in and do a great presentation and people will still say, you know, I don't think I want to do it now. Yeah, but six or eight bucks a week to know that you're going to be in a better position if you need it doesn't make sense not to do it but that the it does, people aren't always rational are they no they're not and and the crazy part is is in the commercials it shows you if you get hurt you get paid i haven't heard a lot of other companies do what you guys do like it's there's not really anybody advertising what aflac does and i think that's the uniqueness that this company brings and as one of the representatives i mean you have to go out and you have to convince people hey 
this stuff is really good. This stuff really works. It can benefit you in the long term. But like you said, people can be closed minded. People can be hard to reach. So how do you overcome that sometimes? How do you overcome that when you know, hey, I think this is going to work well for this company. I need to just do a little bit more convincing. So what is the strategy to use to try to convince these people about the benefits of the company? So first of all, we did manage to convince a half a million companies. So, you know, there's some people that are, that have their ears open and they're paying attention. Um, and the strategy to use is it's outreach, man, you know, and there's all different kinds. Um, I think, uh, how about maybe talk to somebody on a podcast and see if somebody listening goes, wait, you mean I can actually help my, my people and it doesn't cost me anything? Let me just give this guy 15 minutes and hear what he has to say, right? Yeah. So that's one way to do it. Um, the meetup groups, the things that I do, you know, um, uh, trying to get out there and let people know um, that I'm available and I'll come to you or I'll do a Zoom meeting for 15 minutes, you know, and it costs you nothing. I think that's really helping. And it's helping me to build up, you know, what we call a book of business, right? Um, just helping me to, to, to share the story. Um, and unfortunately, I have no choice but to make cold calls. So that's the other thing we got to do. So does Affleck have a local office or everything is done virtual? Are you home or is there an office that you actually go into like State Farm and all these other insurance yeah. companies? So uh, I'm very fortunate that I have both an office, you know, in a real office environment with, with employees and people there. And I work from home so I can do both. In the beginning, when you're kind of new, mm. and I'm really just getting this thing rolling, I spend more time in the other office, right? Because I want to be around other people. I I want to make sure that if I have to do something for somebody, that I have somebody more senior, right, that I can talk to. Um, but the end the end result would be that it's pretty much like a home based business. As a matter of fact, I just joined my town's uh, chamber of commerce, and I used my home address because I work from here. So um, you do both. So you said you go in and you talk to people. Do you guys, does Affleck in general ever hold seminars like just for just people in general? Like you have people that run insurance companies and they'll hold a seminar. Like they'll speak to 50 people, 60 people that come in. Does your company do something like that? No, because it's, it's, it's basically something we do at the work site. And the only way to get to the work site is through the boss. Right. Or the gatekeeper, because you got to get through the gatekeeper first before you can get to the boss. Yeah, spoken like a man who knows. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, gatekeepers get paid to keep you from getting through the gate. Right. So, so I'm trying my very best to get the word out other ways. All right. The other thing, too, if somebody, if somebody just tells you, hey, this Aflac thing is really great, you're going to go, okay, yeah, sure. But if somebody you know or you like or you trust or somebody who whose opinion counts tells you that, at least you're going to, you know, keep an open mind. Right. Yeah. So it's really about spreading the word, um, which is why this old man is doing this podcast with this with this young hip dude that I probably, <laughs> you know, would never get to talk to. Oh, uh, you, you would get to talk to me because I'm very, I have an open platform. I, I want everybody that has something going on for themselves to be recognized and, and show. And this is the kind of stuff people don't hear about this. This is the kind of stuff people need to hear about. Nobody's doing a podcast with somebody from Affleck. Nobody's even thought about doing something like that. 
because they've never even all they like you said all they see is the duck they just don't know what the company does and you're explaining something that my client my 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 viewers and my listeners are gonna go oh he's making some great points here you know maybe i need to contact and see if people at work want to get together see if we can get this because three people all it takes is three people and you guys can you know it'll be a cheaper price for you to get this and supplement uh your insurance that you have now you've had a very interesting career so you were a manager uh, you're working for Aflac now, but you were also in uh, in stocks in, in the, the market, right? Correct? Yeah. So um, I've definitely done a lot of stuff over the years, right? Um, been around for a while. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that, that I did do is uh, for the last 20 plus years, I've been in education in some form because I consider what I do now education as well. Um, I was director of admissions at a local college for a number of years, um, but for the most of the past 13 years, I worked for a trading and investing school. Oh, nice. So it wasn't so much that I was like, I wasn't like on the floor, although I did work on Wall Street. Um, but what I did is I helped students to learn how to trade and invest in stocks and options and futures and Forex and most recently things like cryptocurrencies. And um, I'm not as familiar with NFTs, but you know, that kind of stuff, right? Um, And I've been doing that for a really long time. I love it. Uh, I like the market. I'm a trader, uh, but what I really like best is giving people a way to find uh, another revenue source. I'm a big believer in multiple revenue streams that's why I have different gigs, right? Um, that way, if, if all you have is a job and something goes wrong, you got no plan B, right? Yeah. So um, uh, for 13 years, I've been helping people to, to identify what markets make sense for them based on their resources. How much money do you have? How much time can you put in? How do you think, right? Do you like stuff that's complicated or or you like me, kind of slow and just like stuff that's pretty basic, right? Um, and then find the right market and then focus on a good strategy to learn how to do that. Um, it's been fun. And I actually stopped for a while when I started with Aflac, but I'm back to doing it again on weekends. I'm, uh, I'm helping when they do workshops. We do a lot of workshops to introduce ourselves to uh, students. That's awesome. Now, the one thing I will tell you is I tried getting my license. I tried five times. Uh, so when I, in 2018, when I got in the financial world, I actually went to go take, uh, they changed it. They changed the, it went from just the six to the SIE. You had to pass the SIE first and then get the, then get your six. So here's the funny part. I failed my SIE the first time. Okay. I got it 69. So they let me take it again. You can take it up. Uh, my old, old employer, let me take it three times. You have to wait 30 days between each time to take it. Right. And they pay for that. But I got, yeah. I, I was so close to passing the test that they allowed me to take my six, pass my six the first time. Okay. Proceeded to fail the SIE the two times that, uh, that my previous employer paid for. So I had to wait six months before I could take it again and I had to take it on my own. Oh, I took it on my own. Mm-hmm. Got a 69 again, failed it again, waited another six months before my, my actual six expired and then took it one more time on my own dime and failed it again with a 69. So to me, it just wasn't meant to be, you know, everybody has a purpose. My purpose wasn't to be in, in working in, in investments and stocks. My purpose was to be on the business side, you know, helping people build their businesses, helping people create something. And, and it's cool with me. Listen, I tried it. 
three times with my company, twice on my own. It just didn't work out. I'm not going to sit here and, and get mad about it because it just wasn't, it wasn't my time. It wasn't my purpose to do. Do you like the markets? Uh, I, I do look at the market. I do take a, a, a gander at, the, uh, at stocks here and there. I just don't dabble. I just don't dabble in it because there's too many unknowns. Um, and I have plenty of financial advisors that I can talk to because I am in the financial world. But there's yeah. so much uncertainty in the market, but I feel like I'm missing out. Like when Alibaba were first coming, I was like, this is going to be big. And I never, never went into it. Uh, you, uh, with Tesla, is was splitting stocks. I didn't put the money in for that. I think Google was splitting stocks as well. Didn't put the money into that. I'm just, I'm a little hesitant on that stuff, but this is why I need to speak to people like you <laughs> who've done this stuff. So first of so all, I, know. I congratulate you on not putting money at risk. We worked too hard for it, right? Because if, if you don't know what you're doing, that's, that's not investing, that's gambling, right? Um, so, which is cool if you want to gamble, but, but call it what it is, right? As far as those tests goes, is, this is just my opinion. Um, they don't teach you how to trade or invest. They teach you how to follow the rules so that you don't break the law when you're advising people about money, okay? That's what their focus is. And, and that's good, right? Because people need to be protected. But learning how to actually trade or invest, you don't need any of those licenses to do it yourself. What you need to do is you need to find a strategy that you believe in that works, and you need to you know, give it time to let it play out. Uh, I'm a technical trader. Uh, the school I work for, we're technical traders. We read charts. We, we, we look at, we don't, we don't try to catch the next wave um we literally have a process that's like baking a cake i'll take some of this some of this some of this and some of this i put it all together so that every time i get the cake that i want it tastes the same every time so i don't know if that's something that's of interest to you i'd be happy to share how that works with you offline if you like <laughs> yeah i'm always i'm always willing to learn different things and and educate myself on on different things but i find it interesting that you are still doing what you're doing right now and you're still educating people. It's, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you're giving time of yourself to do it too, because, you know, you're still balancing what you're doing with Affleck now, and then you're still doing, you're teaching on the weekends when you can and, you know, uh, running seminars and, and workshops for people. Well, you can appreciate that. You're doing the same thing, right? Yeah, I am. And I enjoy doing what I do. You know, we yeah. all look, we all look for, you know, streams of income to come in from different avenues. So ideally, you know, from this, I would like to make a stream of income from this, but it takes time to build that up. And I think yeah. sometimes people are impatient on, on that stuff when it comes to it. You just have to take, you have to take time. And I'm like you, I don't want to have just work one job and just have one stream of income. I want to be able to have multiple, but I have to be smart in the way that I do that and educate, continue to educate myself. I try to learn something new every day. And I think by doing that, you sharpen your mental skills. Uh, I think some people don't do that. I, I, even if it's Sudoku, even if it's you're writing a new article or you're Googling something that you're just interested in. I, I know my uh, annoy my wife a ton because I'll Google something. I'll have a thought in my head. I'm saying, let me Google this and I'll Google it <laughs> and I'll read about it just out of the random, out of the blue. Um, but is there any way, any links that you have that people can find you if they want to uh, you know, go to a workshop in the area that you're in? Uh, do you have any socials that people can reach you at? Because I'll have everything at sure. the end of the interview. Sure. So probably the, the best thing to do is for Aflac, the best thing is just call my cell, right? I mean, it's that simple. Um, so we can share my cell number and, and that, that's easy, right? Um, with regard to the trading and investing, 
because I'm only part-time now on the weekends, mm -hmm. um, the best thing for people to do is just do a, a quick search for the school, right? And there's, there's workshops all the time. This weekend on uh, Saturday, I'm going to be at the uh, Crown Plaza JFK. And on Sunday, I'll be at Bronx Community College. And we do the workshop. It's two hours or so. It's free. You know, we serve a little bit of food. Um, and if you like it, then we're going to try to pitch you to take the next step. Right? That's just being transparent. Yeah, there's always the next step. There's always the next step. Yeah. But you know what the next step is? Three days with somebody who trades like a professional for about 99 bucks. That's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. So, because th these things have to happen in step by step. You can't just jump in with both feet, right? Um, so if you like, I can share whatever information with you. And uh, if anybody's interested, you can always reach out to me. So you are on LinkedIn. Are, are there is there any, any other socials that you're on besides LinkedIn? I know. Uh, yeah, I keep Facebook for my friends and family. So that's kind of my personal thing. Mm -hmm. So I use LinkedIn. Um, I don't I don't use Instagram all that much. Uh, I, I go on Twitter occasionally. LinkedIn is definitely the best way to get me on social media. Okay. Um, you know, and then of course, uh, you know, I'll give out, I'll be happy to give out my email address as well. Okay. So we'll do that. We'll post all that in when, when the video is yep. posted, it'll have everything in there. Listen, this cool. was a, a great conversation. We might have to make this a series because it's just, just the knowledge that you keep in your head. I think I it's had fun. It's, I, had it's, fun. <laughs> I think it's amazing. You, I mean, you're just a plethora of information. Like I said, Affleck, I, you know, I've never, never knew what Affleck really did until today. And it's something that I'm going to think about and try to, you know, bring to other people to see if we can get this done. Because I mean, the fact that I can get hurt and you guys or get cancer or something like that, and you guys are going to give me a check. It, it's, it blows my mind on that. You know, you have to like most insurances where people, you have to pay a premium. That's just the way it is. But in the long run, I think it's going to, it's going to benefit most people in the long run when they're, when they have a serious injury or they can't work. So I appreciate you coming on the show, man. It's been very enlightening uh, and you're welcome to come back at any time. So um, thank oh, you thanks, for, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. It was a, it was a pleasure. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for tuning in.